It's Wimbledon, discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JBB in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted, words that have your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Carry that torch, heat up the game Ain't nobody got that flame Different, different Man, this intro different Man, this intro ignorant God damn Gentlemen, you know what day it is You know what time it is It's time for another rendition of the edition A holiday edition of the one and only D1 Ignorant Universe podcast It's your host, the most eaten toast Riding in the sleigh with the ghost of Christmas past Jay Brown And I'm coming to you live from an undisclosed location That does not matter because Eric stopped looking at me like that because the intro is my thing and you know it. Shut your mouth. Boy, you ugly as shit. And that's why you look like your stepdaddy with them fake 3D Spy Kids glasses. Shut up. Jesse, don't even start grinning like that. <laughs> see, you see how he comes at me? I ain't do nothing to him. He just, he, he, he says something. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me give the intros ready for a man that needs no introduction. If you bring your teenage daughter to him, he will yell at her and make may take an L on the court, but in practice, they ain't touching no basketballs. This man watched the film, he read the stat sheet, and he made sure your daughter knew she let someone drop 30 on her. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesse Dyer, what's good? What's good? Mc 30 piece, and I ain't talking about McDonald's. No, thir- no McDonald's. But that's all right. They know it's not real no way. We can fix the rebounded problem. And next, unfortunately, I still have to intro him. He looks like his stepdaddy. I have recently learned he is part Irish, which was hilarious to me. I don't know why. He's dreaming of a white Christmas, and apparently that whiteness is coming from his lineage. He's still looking at me like I'm crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric, not McFly. Boy, that's why your lip look like Oscar from Shark Tale. Okay. <laughs> Rainbow so fish tell, looking at. So I get to, so you're telling me I get to be a shark slayer, get the girl, and we well, ain't no house? shark slayer. He was ah, a fraud. So hey, he just admitted he's a fraud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a fraud with a penthouse and money. <laughs> and now I you sound like Donald Trump. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> I already told you, the only Donald Trump we recognize is the Mac Miller song. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. I don't know what he's talking about. I ain't gonna lie. I missed y'all boys. If I could, I'd build the wall around Eric's house. Wow. What land he has left? Because I'm brown. I'm brown. It's literally my name. No, you're dark chocolate. <sighs> You know what? And I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, Jesse white chocolate. <laughs> Jesse had to sit there and be like, well. He's like, is- I'm the minority, Harry. Can I say something? <laughs> yeah. I'm the, I'm the minority for once here. <laughs> I'm the treasurer. <sighs> hey, you know what? This is reminding me of last week uh, when Tofe was like, you know what? I can see why he's the minority higher now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tofe yeah. learned the hard way. Yeah, to learn the hard way. But 
before we get into the show, I got to ask, Eric, Jesse, have you heard about our contest? Oh, oh you're talking about the one where it's your favorite Christmas movie? Yeah. You have you to know what it is. Oh, oh man. Uh, something about they ran over about, by a reindeer. Ain't a song about it? Yeah, right. There there's is a, a few songs. There's a song about one of them, and yeah. one of them just just got a great movie. You know, and wasn't something about have to do with a minor being uncomfortable? You know, I. You know what? I do. Yeah, I know y'all heard how the song goes. Grandma got ran over by reindeer. Classic. Classic. You ain't know. And if you've never heard of unaccompanied minors, it's got everybody hates Chris in it. We don't love him. I'm gonna keep it a buck. That grandpa killed that verse. He did. <laughs> he did. He killed You know what movie I need to watch? I haven't watched it, and I watch it every Christmas. What? Eight Crazy Nights. I don't think I know Eight Crazy Nights. The Adam Sandler cartoon one. Oh yeah, that one is fire. Yeah, that one's funny. You know what I really like? Getting my bills paid. I would like that, too. So if you want your bills paid, I don't know. Maybe you should DM the answers Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer and Unaccompanied Minors, any of our social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, You can even you can even hit us up on WhatsApp. I don't know why we'd have a WhatsApp. but Why? Make- Did you make a WhatsApp? We international. I don't know why not. Why would we? What would? I don't even know what, what, what app is or whatever. Basically, just a free messenger for international. Oh, think of it as kick, bro. Remember kick, kick in high school? Bro. Yes, because you refused to text me. Yo, but that was basically group me. Essentially, but anyway, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, before we get too far gone, make sure you DM us. I done told you the answers multiple times. I'm not gonna tell you again till next episode. But just do it. Get your bills paid. Two hundred dollars. Get yourself a hoodie. They nice. They icy. I know. I made them. Anyway, y'all, last night, we witnessed history. And by history, I mean Steph Curry is now the undisputed reigning crowned three-point GOAT. And I don't think there's anything to dispute what he's done and what he's done for basketball and how he's changed the game. And I can argue, I think Steph Curry changed the game more than Jordan, more than LeBron has. As far as just the game, right? Not global impact. There's no question. Jordan is a top five influential sports figure of all time. The only people more influential than Jordan, Ali, probably. Um, so I'm agree, I'm agree with you as far as changing the game. Cause let's be honest, we go to the gym, go play pickup, but we see kids 16, 17, they you only know, kids want to shoot threes. Layup's not cool no more. And you know, you know who they grew up, what area they grew up in. Of course. So, yeah, uh, uh, I'll agree with you about Curry. Well, yeah, Kobe and LeBron. So th- those three are the standard, let's be honest. I mean, they those guys are what basketball was made for. They're tall, big, strong, athletic guys that get the job done. Steph is the exact opposite. See, and that that's what that's what that's what where the impact of Steph comes in because it makes a kid who may not be the tallest, may not be the fastest, probably not even the biggest, honestly, but it gives that kid a chance to be like, oh, someone like Steph can do this. You know what? I can do this. Now, do I recommend it? 
No. But nope. if you got if you got the talent and the skill to do it, I mean, just just look at it. You have to be born to be LeBron. You have to be born to be Kobe. You have to be born to be Jordan. To have the Jordan Kobe mindset, you can't be taught that. You you just got that. You you something is just you got to screw loose, and that's how you act. You there's nothing you can do to make yourself six nine, two forty, eight percent body fat, and be an athletic freak. You cannot be taught that. I can, in theory, I can teach you to be Steph Curry. You can work to be Steph Curry. And that's what makes him, that's what makes his greatness so great. Jesse, did, did we, did you ever go to a Warrior game when we were in OKC with me? No, I went to a Warrior game in, in Dallas. I'm, did you, do you go early to the, uh, to the shoot around? No, I got there late. I was going to say, so like, I went to the OKC Warrior game uh, back in like 2018, I believe. Uh, or was it 2017? One of those years. But, Watching that man Curry up close during shoot around, dog. When I tell you this man is on point, like even just shoot around, like it's amazing to watch. And it's just simple, like drill that we see every day. But just as, as like fluent he is, carrying himself during work, his uh, shoot around, it's like it's one of those things. I feel like if you're a true basketball pure purist, you gotta see it in person. Oh, it's beautiful. It, it thing just the way he warms up in his routines and even the dumb stupid thing amazing. It is like, like bro, how is that? And you you know what's one thing that is kind of hard to realize about Steph when it comes to superstars? There are LeBron apologists. There are people who love LeBron. Um, form Jesse is formerly one of those people. Um, Coop loves to ride LeBron like the rodeo show. And there are people who strongly dislike LeBron for whatever. Reason. Kobe was the same way, and hell, even Jordan was the same way. Nobody hates Steph Curry. See, when people say they hate Steph Curry, no, it's because they hate the Warriors. Yeah, yes, they true. they hate him winning. No one has a problem with Steph Curry. See, like, people I hate LeBron because of either his political views or what? One person hates Steph Curry, and that name is Skip Bayless. <laughs> He can't pay for that though. But I mean, like, no, bro. I'm just telling you, like, that's the only person I can think of, like, that hates Steph Curry is him. And and even then, like, people hate. Kobe. There are people who don't like Kobe. The only reason people don't like LeBron is either they don't like him team hopping, they don't like his political views, they don't like that he's the GM of the team or what he says goes, and they don't like the Jordan comparison. Yeah, and some of that is understandable. I get that. Some people don't like Kobe for whatever reason, for he takes too many shots, he takes bad shots, he's not a good teammate or whatever. And again, reasonable reasons for some people. What is there? What can you say about Steph Curry? You, he you, likes you, don't, you don't like his wife? He likes him? And hey, mama cheated, supposedly. Oh, my goodness. I mean, this is his mama cheated. Dale was on the hose last night, so I don't, I don't see what's issue. Suppose, hey, supposedly, I'm not saying it's 100% accurate. Steph Mama was with Future. What is accurate is I saw a picture with Dale, the, the uh, record-setting basketball, and hose last night. I'm just saying. I saw it with my own we two eyes. Ray, uh, we saw a Ray Allen sighting. That's how I knew that shit was a dream. 
<laughs> we saw Jesus in the building. We, we did. did see we Jesus. Jesus saw the worst himself. We no, but like, I agree with you about what you said about Steph, though, about just his impact on the court. Because to be honest with you, we're not gonna see, not gonna see a, another game changing factor like that for a very long time. You know, we're we're not gonna see a, a factor like Steph Curry. But you know what is the crazy thing to, to think? How many of us thought Ray Allen's record was going to be broken in our lifetime? Well, I didn't think it was going to be touched. I didn't think it was going to be touched either. But the remember, way... Go ahead. Remember when it happened freshman year in high school for us? And we're, we were talking about... Kind of, I, don't know, I don't know why, Jamal, but I remember because we talked about this during Coach Moore's practice. But we were just like, yo, we've just seen the three-point record get broken. Yes, and we never thought it would happen. We're just like, who's gonna be? Who would be the closest? We're just like, I don't know, maybe Dirk or like, yeah, we, you know, we thought one of the one of the shooters of our era, maybe Dirk, maybe a JJ Reddick, like guys who only shoot. Yeah, see, we we never thought someone like Steph, who it was even more crazier about this. He did what is he like 32, 33? He has a solid five, six more years to pad his stat. <laughs> nah, no one's never gonna beat Curry's record, dog. <laughs> Crazy thing, I can't say no one's ever gonna break it. Cause look at the rate people shoot threes now. Mom, bro, <laughs> if Steph Curry can get 4,500 threes, no one's touching that. Oh, all it that'd is be like the assist records with John Stockton. No one's touching that, bro. <laughs> no one's touching that. No one wants to pass one. the ball anymore. The, nah, the, days, the days of the John Stockton, Chris Paul, Steve Nash point guard are dead. Like, that's what kid grows up and wants to play like none. But look at look at the clip that guys are shooting three pointers. You ain't even got to make as you don't even have to be as efficient as Steph. But hell, if I shoot 15 three pointers a game, I'm gonna get close if I'm just a halfway decent shooter. Some some awards are efficient awards and some awards are longevity awards. Over time, I believe this one is just gonna turn into a longevity award. I honestly the rate Steph is going, this man's gonna hit maybe could possibly hit six thousand. Bro, that'd be nuts. If Steph hit ten, hit twenty thousand, I would not be surprised. It's like, like, just watching that man play. I know old heads don't like the style, and I get it. Trust me, I get it. But just watching that man play, the like the pace he plays and the calmness he plays with, it's like, dude, oh, like, oh. like how? I hate both. I love Austin Reeves, dog. And he just hit the game winner. I love Austin Reeves, bro. He's a dog. I love the way he plays. He just hey, wait. Where, where, where did Austin Reeves go to school at? Hey, the, the real you of Oklahoma. Okay. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, Oklahoma, let's Boomer. That I love Austin Reeves, bro. I, I, I rock with him, man. Okay, I don't know what this has to do with anything, but um, you got two good players in your franchise history. Shut up. So three, yeah, buddy. Okay, three players in your whole franchise history, buddy. I'm talking. I'm trying. I'm counting Blake, Buddy, and Trey. Oh, four. We got four. Austin Reeves is the new one. Austin Reeves is cold, bro. That boy making a name for himself. He ain't on that level yet. We're we're getting off track. This is why we playing for the goal. This is why we don't have Sooners on the show. Boomer. Boomer. Steph Curry went to Davidson. It doesn't matter. So to finish off the subject, Steph Curry is the three-point GOAT. We don't see it changing anytime soon. I think it'll happen sooner rather than later. But Sooner could also be in 15 years. So 
we'll see how long it takes. And that's just another thing. Now we now we did say it's very hard to slander Steph. It's not hard to slander the next man we're gonna talk about because he deserves every second of it. Now, now Boomer, y'all get to talk your mess because he trade he betrayed you first. So in case y'all don't know who I'm talking about, allow me to open up an old wound from 1999. You already know what it is, back that ass up, like it's 1999, shout out to Big Crit and Lloyd. So, the quote from the despicable Mike Lee, I'm not gonna give y'all the context, I'm just gonna say the quote, and I think y'all can tell me what it's about. Quote, you owe it to your team, you owe it to your fans, you owe it to your coaches, and it's the most bizarre thing in the world to me. Um, well, if you look at OU right now, they technically, technically don't have a coach unless you want to count Bob Stoops, but you really can't count him. Let's nope. be real. So technically, OU players right now don't owe anybody anything. Not a dime, dollar, nor a need. And that goes for any player across the country. Look, let's, we all know these bowl games don't mean nothing no more. Nope. Um, uh, unless it's a playoff game. Like who, literally, who who who's dying to watch the point poinsettia bowl or Idaho potato, potato bowl, potato bowl, the GoDaddy bowl? Yeah, like who who's who's dying to watch those games? But why why would I risk my ACL or my Achilles when I'm gonna get drafted top fifteen in a draft yep. for the damn? Papa John's racist bowl. Or 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 I'm hoping for to get a get an invite to the combine. No. Yeah, I'd rather start getting ready for the combine that's gonna impact my future versus playing the game that mean that is meaningless and get hurt. That's what I'm all, saying, bro. You're gonna get a watch for, and a bag. A yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like the only thing, the real bowl games are the damn final four the Tostinos Fiesta Bowl or the Rose Bowl. That's the only games that mean anything. But even those, even the, even as as legendary as those games are, they kind of lost its lust a little bit. That yeah. when, when we went to the playoff system instead of the BCS, that's when the quote-unquote BCS Bowls is what I'm going to call them because I don't know a better way to put them. They, the they call them the New York, New York Six Bowl now. They've always called them the New York New Year Six, but the four the four ones have always been the most important. Um, Fiesta Rose, Sugar Orange. Yeah. And like, the the six is the Cotton Bowl, and what's the sixth one? Uh, damn, oh, I feel like the, the PlayStation. That's the that's the Tostinos one. Now it's the PlayStation one. See, okay, I ain't gonna lie though. If I was on the team and got invited to the PlayStation Bowl, I'm staying so I could get a free PS5. See, well, that's, that's the only thing. That's what I'm telling you. That's the only thing that makes it worth it to me. Like, I'm going to get a free state, like PlayStation or something like that. But now with NIL money, I can afford to buy my own. This is also true. Yep. This is also so, true. So the point of it is, if y'all did not catch it by now, Mike Leach doesn't like players opting out of bowl games. But, um, Hey, OU fans, remind me what Mike Leach did in 1999 before y'all's bowl? Oh, you're talking about the one, the Independence Bowl game where he dipped out on every player? Every player. Every coach. 
the university he that he's under a contract with. He he dipped that on a, a first year Bob Stoops. Hmm. Mm. Sound like you abandoned ship too, Mike Leach. Don't be a hypocrite, hypocrite, buddy. All I want, I just want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I didn't I just say nothing about a hypocrite. Like it, he's gonna base off that Dabble Sweeney logic, and we all know when it comes to stuff like that. I'm pretty sure you saw what Dabble said today. Yeah, no, he was tripping too. I I also remember my education. When has a when has a D1 powerhouse coach ever cared about education? Man, we could ask. We should go ask these players right now. Hey, how many of y'all go to class? What class are you taking? Oh, basket weaving, swimming. Like, bro, we not dumb unless you're going to a super prestigious academic institute. You like Stanford. Don't you go in. You go into Stanford. You you go to class. You go to Rice. You go to class. You go to Notre Dame. You go to class. You going to Duke? You, yeah, except basketball. Duke basketball don't go to class. Up until recently. Well, up until recently with basketball. Well, with Coach Hay leaving, we'll see how well that that holds up. <laughs> because let's be honest, Coach K was the last coach as successful he was. He was the last coach to fall, uh, go in line with the one and dones. Yeah. So we, it's not like we know they're not going to class. You think UT, you think Bama is going to class? Half of them can't read. They said, they said, Coach, I can only read a play. I can read defenses. Yeah, I can read. I, I know my alphabet. A gap, B gap, C gap. <laughs> I know some numbers. Hey, bro, can you, count, can you count to 100? Coach, no. That's fine. You're never going to run a 100-yard route. Can you count to 15? We good. Oh, can, can you count to five? Because that's going to be our uh, snap count. We, we can make, we can make the snap count whenever you want. Uh, Jared Goff was yelling Halle Berry. Damn, bro. Come on, can you tell some time? Here's the schedule. Catch you, get there your, you uh, go. 7 o'clock breakfast and then 8 o'clock film. Get you we really don't. We could send someone to your room to go get you. We don't even need you. ain't even got tell time, honestly. Nah, bro. We Sit can all agree. Have that Google we can, calendar set. We can all agree to this, though. College coaches are full of BS. That's BS, bro. Bro, they are nothing but BS. How many major coaching changes have we seen to dip on guys from big from bowl right before their bowl games? And we agreed all the bowls are pretty meaningless outside your final four. But dog, it's not like OU was going to the Pacific Life Holiday Bowl. They're going to what? The Sugar Bowl? The Alamo Bowl. Really? The Alamo Bowl? Against Oregon. Or they love having Oregon in the Alamo Bowl. I don't know why. But yeah, it's, it's there. Coaches are you, know what's, you know what's funny about this though? What? Both both teams got interim coaches. Ah. Ah. So you see, that's that's the BS. Coaches always want to try to pull that. You owe it to your university. You made a commitment. You made a commitment. But you're a grown. These are grown, grown men. In their 40s, 50s, and 60s, that are trying to hold 18 through 22 year olds to a to a predicament that they won't hold themselves to. Yep. What kind of bullshit is that? See, uh, don't get okay. And I said this last week about Lincoln. I'm all I'm all for going to you know doing something that you feel like is better for yourself. All right, go get your money. We don't. Yeah, care go about get your money. We, get count your chickens, whatever you know. Protect your chicken and all that. What I'm not for, though, 
is a way these coaches leave and the players get looked look get frowned upon for leaving too facts like how how much time is realistically left in the college football season as a whole four weeks three yeah. weeks uh, yeah five or six so and and none of these coaches are are in the playoffs nor going to the national championship so really like three yeah you you're I telling me so you're telling me you couldn't have Lincoln Riley couldn't have signed the papers at USC and been like hey can we keep this under wraps for three weeks? I owe it to my guys to at least finish out the season, and I want them to hear everything from me and not rumors. But you know what really kind of screwed things up when the NCAA allowed early signing period being early December? Yeah, because then guys can sign and then coaches can dip. Yeah. And, I, I mean, we all know re- the reason why Lincoln left OU so quick. It, it, it's been kind of, you know, out there. I mean, we could always say um, his quarterback followed him to USC. <laughs> you know what's funny? I even, I even tweeted the day Lincoln said he was leaving USC. I was like, I won't be surprised if Spencer goes to USC. I didn't say which USC. Ain't no one knew which USC. And it's like, and we're not mad at Lincoln for going because look, you want to live in Norman, Oklahoma. You want to live in South. You want to live in Southern California, and they're gonna pay you basically the same. Look, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. I get why he left. Other than, you know, maybe him being scared of the SEC. But that's a whole different topic of its own. Whole different topic. But I, my whole thing was, though, because we have all been athletes before, and we, we know this size. When, you know, a coach says he's rocking with you and all that, then he turns around and changes his mind. Jesse, you know what I'm talking about. It happened our last year playing. Facts. Happened at the snoop. It happens, man. It does. So I, I just don't understand why they try to hold, basically, we're, we're going to call it like it is, kids. At, at 21, you're a kid. You're you're an adult, but you're still a kid. I, I don't care. You're a kid. Kids to the same standard that we hold grown men to, and those grown men don't want to uphold that standard. So why are we creating a double standard? What, 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 what's the disconnect here? The, in, the disconnect is the NCAA is a bunch of bitches. See, my thing is, if you're going to hold the kid to a high standard, you got to hold a coach to a high standard, too. Higher standard. Yeah, a higher standard, because he's the one that sets the standard for the con- for the whole program. Especially, you you know, you we hear it all the time in <clears throat> sports when they have, like, a lockout or when, or when they threaten a lockout, because people are like, well, it's millionaires arguing against billionaires. Who cares? Well, these are broke college kids arguing against a millionaire. Why are you taking the millionaire side? I I I'm I, I want to hear I want to hear that Mike you're a millionaire arguing with kids who got to eat ramen noodles for dinner and you live in a multi million dollar house. That's for free. Let's be real. Let's house. be real though. These kids ain't eating no ramen noodles. <laughs> so, uh, not all of them are eating ramen noodles, but your third, <laughs> tr- your guys who don't start, they eating ramen noodles. You're you're walk on. <laughs> Your walk-ons, your 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 some of your second stringers, depending on the position, your thirst, they eating ramen noodles. Your starters, your starters are fine. Because even before the NIL, especially if you go to if you go to school in Hollytown, you think Dak couldn't go to the local barbecue spot at Mississippi State and get free food? Come on. Most definitely. Reggie Butch, Reggie Butch got his his mama a house. Bro, Kayla Williams' family all moved down to Norman. No, they, they from D.C. You know damn well they didn't just move to Norman to move. And they had jobs. 
Bro, bro. Remember, remember that movie Blue Chips? Yes, it is literally Blue Chips. <laughs> no, it, 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 but dog, we know we know the game dirty. Y'all just trying to play Mr. Clean. No, bro. Look, all D1 programs do it. The only ones who aren't going to get caught up are schools like OU, Bama, schools that LSU, can afford, schools that can afford to keep everything under the books. Yeah. So, but, like, co- college sports in general, I just hate the fact, though, like, a coach leaves, he can immediately start coaching the team right away. An athlete, for some conferences, it varies by conferences, some athletes can't get, can't play right away. You, you have to get a waiver from the NCAA. And that, and that honestly, it all comes down to do they like you. And the thing about it, too, some of these guys who transfer are NFL ready, but because they got to sit an extra year, you kind of messing with their money. At and unless you are a top 15, top 10 talent, you can't afford to take that year off. Mm-hmm. The only time that ever worked out is for guys for like the COVID. Yeah. And, and honestly, we'll probably never have another one of them because sports said we don't give a fuck about COVID no more. Oh, yeah. That's over with now. That's way over with. That's so, why I ain't buying it. I ain't buying that's this. I don't know if this is a whole different topic, but I ain't buying to the NBA trying to change their COVID protocol. If they even have one, honestly, they just doing it to, to save face. They're, yeah, they're just doing it for the media at this point. They're upset over the damn uh, Christmas games. Christmas slates, all, all teams are having on it. No, damn well, they ain't going to reschedule no Christmas games. No nope. kind of Christmas games. You know how weird that was last year watching the Christmas game with no fans? Or pumping in that artificial noise? <laughs> I was like, this don't feel right. I feel like I'm just watching a scrimmage. This is just pickup ball at this point. But anyway, y'all, we're just here to say, don't try to don't try to pull in that we're family here when we all know that sports is a business. Don't give me that. Don't treat it like family and treat it like business at the same time. It don't work that way. But, you know, since we're still on the subject of college, there are a bunch of weird, stupid, unnecessary bowls. A lot of them. So we're going to add to it because we can do that because that's the ignorant way. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have the ignorant bowls here. So everyone gets to name their own bowl. What is the prize? Where And where is located? Because location has a lot to do with how fun a bowl is. Yeah. Would anyone go to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl if it wasn't at Boise State to play on the Smurf turf? Um, nah. I wouldn't even buy a ticket. Even it, No, you know what? Even if it was free and they told me I could pick any kind of prize, I would still wouldn't go. Because for one, who's trying to go to Idaho in December? Not I. Kanye. Kanye, he, that was Wyoming. That don't count. Close enough. Same state, still ain't got no people. We don't, we don't mean that for all of our listeners in Idaho and Wyoming. We love. Oh no, we love y'all. We love y'all potatoes. All, all fourteen of y'all, we love y'all. <laughs> so, Jesse, we'll have you go first since I think you're excited about this topic. What's your ball, and what what are you giving away for it? Bro, <laughs> bro, my ball game is gonna be BW's Adult Party Store. Uh, bowl game in Durant, Oklahoma. Why do I ask Jesse questions? Hey, bro, the trophy. Dose, I know where you're going with this. Uh, it's going to be two balls with a DVD, like, you know, like a DVD. Uh, a golden DVD? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Donald Trump. 
somebody uh, going to be the Tiana Trump MVP award. Okay, I I I, <laughs> I, I, I hate this man so much. You know what? Should gonna we be, be giving the, the Tiana Trump award to the loser because they suck? Ah. No, it's gonna be okay. Ah. Okay. Tiana Trump, you still in Houston, baby? Hit me up. You know, we can hey. do just saying. Well, it said it ain't a tight bowl game. Ah, you like it? It was a fun. <laughs> ah. Ah. I see. Ah. This I man see here. You see, you see what I had to deal with for four years, bro. Hey man, you know what? There's you know, there's no defense being played in this in this bowl game. The nah. offense just keeps penetrating. No, nah, because we're because we're gonna be stroking up the score. Ah. <laughs> Might as well just run up the middle, huh? Hey, there's there's multiple holes. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Ain't no tight ends after this game. Mm-mm. And it'll be a lot of butt fumbles. <laughs> Bro, Jimmy G, he can be the assistant coach. <laughs> Gotta have Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> right. did it, hey, hold up. Did it, did it at one point people were calling him Jimmy Pornstar? Yes. Pornstar Jimmy. Yes, Pornstar Jimmy. And we can get Mark Sanchez to call the game. All right. All right, we're not here. We're done. We can keep this going all day. <laughs> hey, bro, that's a tight bowl game, though. Hey. He, he said that on purpose. Bro, you know no. he did it on purpose. EG, bro. where we at? It's your bowl. My bowl game? Man, mine's nowhere near close to Jesse's, but mine's on, mine's on brand, though. Okay. I would call it the lemon, spicy, lemon pepper wing bowl. Sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Plus, ooh. So we get we get national with pluckers now. Oh yeah, and then you know where I'm gonna put it? I'm gonna put it at the Gopher Warrior or the Warrior Gopher Bowl. That's just a horrible name. Just call it's just the bowl. Yeah, I'm just going with the bowl. We go. I mean, see, I try to I try to tie in the whole GP thing, but you know, I'm just gonna go with the bowl. Yeah, just just go with the bowl. The bowl. I think, is I, think it's, I think it's big enough for a, a a little small bowl. Honestly, if you've seen some of the D2 and smaller D1 schools. A Texas high school stadium is bigger than most of them. Bro, I, I didn't know our, I didn't know the Warrior Bowl sat ten thousand until a couple years ago. Bro, I think it's just like twelve. If you if you count the grass, I think it's like twelve. I ain't gonna lie, I miss sitting on the grass. Bro, yeah, the that's that's just one of the experiences of the bowl that makes it. It's how many stadiums call themselves a bowl but are actually a bowl. We're actually a bowl, literally. <laughs> If you got a tunnel down that ramp, you know, you you know, all the people in GP stand up. We love the bowl. It's where we come from. It's what we do. Yeah. So I would have the I would have the spicy lemon because I feel like if I say spicy lemon pepper, it's a good catchy name. It is Rick Ross would make a song about it. Exactly. Spicy lemon pepper wing bowl sponsored by Pluckers. All right. So what is the prize? What what does your trophy look like? It's gonna be a big fat chicken wing, golden chicken wing. Not a real one. Can I invite Peter to the game? Oh yeah, Peter could be a sponsor. <laughs> you just can't tell him I'm showing up. <laughs> we gotta- nah, 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 nah. So like, it'll be a big, it'll be like a big chicken wing, and then the MVP gets a bowl of wings out of you know one of them cup things or whatever the chalice. Yeah, we're gonna fill that up with some wings, with some lemon pe- spicy lemon pepper wings, you know, and then every player here's the kicker. Get the five free wing coupon. The five? 
Yes, sir. <laughs> that that, is, going to be giving out that is very on brand. That is so on brand. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and you know what? Instead of Gatorade, it's going to be a strawberry lemonade. Hey, they strawberry lemonade is fine. <laughs> it is fire. I, I can. I might go to Pluckers this weekend. I haven't been. Bottles. So. They get mason jars. And, oh, oh yeah, and no the coaches bottles, mason jars. <laughs> Great mason <Yep>. jars. Yeah. <laughs> and the coaches, they gonna get the Batman drink. You know what? Hey, Pluckers. You know what? Hit me up because I just came up with a marketing idea for y'all. I mean, look, we have the Frisco Bowl. You can't tell me Pluckers don't have enough money to sponsor a bowl if Frisco can do it, bro. I'm telling you, at this point, Pluckers. I've been supporting y'all now for the longest. Yeah. Hit your boy up. I ride for y'all. I got a tweet of y'all telling me y'all miss me. He's very proud of that tweet, by the way. Oh yeah. Plugger, once Plugger told me they miss me, I was like, oh yeah. It was like that. It was like when your ex hit you with the you up text. But I remember I said Jamal that uh Je- no, I think Jesse was there when I when I got that tweet too. Cause I know what happened at SNU. I remember that day. It was it was it was Eric. <laughs> so what what is my bowl? I can't just straight up call it the Ignite Bowl. That's too easy. Even though Ignite Bowl coming soon, sponsoring a stadium near you. <sighs> what do I do in life? Can't do Adidas. Boy, I, I'm, I can't get sued. Afro Samurai Bowl. Boy, that that's that's Studio Gonzo. That's another way to get sued. Real quick. And Samuel and Samuel Jackson will soon. Damn. All right, I got it. I can rope this in because Netflix will spend money on anything because they do not know what is a good what is a good uh a good product. They don't know not. what good investments is, but somehow it always works out for them. Somehow. So here's what we're gonna do. We are going to have the Miyagi Do Cobra Kai Bowl, and I'm going to put that hoe in SoFi Stadium. In Southern California, in Inglewood, just because that's where the show is set, somewhere in Southern California. I don't know if that place is real. The point is, we're going to have it there. And for the intro music for the home team, we definitely got to play Kung Fu Fight. We have the ninjas perform at halftime. Yeah, I'm liking where this is going. Yeah, that's a nice halftime show. And the coaches, you already know. One one assistant celebrity coach is gonna be Daniel LaRusso. I don't care about his real name because your name is Daniel LaRusso. And the guy from Cobra Kai, you're gonna be on the away team, and the away team has to wear black jerseys just because Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. And because this bowl is special, there are no penalties for unnecessary roughing. If you want to kick a kicker in the head like Antonio Brown did, you can do that. But it's like Antonio Brown. What? Um, you know what? I'll wait till we start talking about NFL. It's Steelers related. We're not gonna talk about the NFL today, so you might as well let it out. Oh, okay. Boy, they got some dysfunctional wide receivers. Bro, receivers are already divas, and it's just something about in Pittsburgh. Like Antonio Brown, Martavius Bryant, Juju, now Chase Claypool. Which I've been saying he's overrated. I don't. I don't have an explanation for my people. We we just something wrong with them. But anyway, back to it. There are no unnecessary roughness penalties. But in turn, we gonna treat it like hockey. If you got a scrap, you got a scrap. We'll take out thirty seconds. We'll put thirty seconds on the clock, and you can have at it. 
If you lose, your team got to go three plays playing 10 on 11. 10 on 11. Hey, if you lose the fight, you have to sit out the three plays and your team has to play 10 on 11. Eric, you've watched enough hockey. You know what a power play is. Oh, yeah. We we can't put time on it because, you know, time in football is real different from hockey. Bro, I ain't going to lie. Them power plays are so crucial. <laughs> it be <Facts>. so intense. <laughs> you get a power play. And for our trophy, I don't know what the trophy is going to be. A black belt, that's it. It'd be clean if you got a black belt. You know how clean that'd be? You get dubbed a black belt? You get everyone on the team is dubbed an honorary black belt. You get a championship belt. And a headband. A headband and a bonsai tree just for a gift. Nah, you got to make that an MVP trophy. And you, and you get a certificate that says these hands certified. You do get a ticket. These and, hands certified. And, and and the coach got a uh, he got a he got a uh, hit ice. No, nah, the losing coach gets a domestic violence case. What? What? Moving on. Ignite balls. Ignite ball season is over. We'll catch y'all next year. So today was. A, Today was so, 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 so this is this is this 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 is what I'm getting out of all this, Jamal. <laughs> Jesse's bowl game is gonna have STDs. Yep. Mine's gonna have diarrhea, and Mine yours is, is gonna have concussions. Mine is definitely gonna cause a domestic violence case, and I just don't care. <laughs> Sounds like a normal night we on call the deadly three. The deadly three. The deadly three. You know how you have the like six. We got the deadly. <laughs> the the deadly three. Three. I like it. I like it. I like it. And, and you know quote, what? And the quote can, can, it's uh and the quote can be it comes in threes. <laughs> See, boy, they, I need to be hired. I need to be hired somewhere. I, I got great ideas. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna leave that one alone. I'll let us next ball season and we'll see what we can come up with. Today was National Signing Day. I hope the odds were in your school's favor for your favorite recruit. But that's not why we're here to talk about it. Because a crazy thing has happened that none of us could have predicted or ever would have saw coming. Today, the number one recruit in the ESPN Top 100 flipped his commitment from Florida State to sign with Jackson State University and Deion Sanders. Not a single soul would have guessed this. But as Eric can contest being from Dallas, just like myself, we've seen Deion Sanders take kids from Frisco, from Plano, and from McKinney and have them go to school willingly in Oak Cliff in the old abandoned church. He can recruit. You know what's so funny about that now that I think about it? He really had basketball players from Grace Prep. Grace Prep, one of the nicest private schools in Texas. One, one of the greatest, one of the best private school programs academically in the nation. He had these kids saying, you know what? I'm going to go to Oak Cliff at Prime Brett. We're going to turn up. We're going to have fun. We're not going to play in the UIL. We're not going to get to get no kind of recognition. But we going to Bro, they were playing charter schools and kill, literally killing teams 1-15 and 15 to uh, 5 points. Bro, they were playing They were playing children. They were playing like they were playing um, Connor's homeschool teams. Like, wow. Oh, boy. my goodness. No, like, for real, bro. Wait, bro. Jesse knows. Primetime Academy, bro. I remember hearing about that school. I remember. Prime, Prime Prep was... Prime Prep was an era 
of being a DFW athlete that will never ever be matched again because just all the BS that happened. No, when Bro, they said, when they said prime prep and what was the other one? There was, another, there was an academy prime one too. Yeah. Uh, which, which one? Which one? Did there was the another one. Oh, I think it was for like. ABC or something like that. It was something, bro. They were running, they were running ship, and then they got moved to six A, and then they got their shit rocked. They were playing like, they were playing some kind of like private school. I know, I know what you're talking about, but I can't put the name to I it. Can't remember it either, bro. I remember hearing about it when I was in high school, and then they shut the school down. I mean, ju- just like they did Finlay Prep from back in the day. Yep. Because again, kids weren't going to class. And we know they wasn't going to glass in prime prep. But the point of it is that Travis Hunter, the number one number one rated player to ESPN Top U 100, he's a corner from the state of Florida, just like Dion. And he flipped to Jackson State. And this is a huge day for HBCU football. And it's kind of starting to level the playing, well, at least in theory, will level the playing field of getting recruits to smaller programs and HBCU programs. If given the chance, I bet you Jesse would have gone to PV. Well, my ass would have went there fast and a heartbeat. I could picture Jesse at every party at PV, just being him. Bro, I, you know what's funny, bro? I almost went. I almost went. You were going to be their diversity hire. So my, my brother, Desmond, he, he was a kappa. He, he went there, and I thought about going there. He said, I would have helped you out there. I almost went. See the funny thing about it, bro. I think it would be so tight. The funny thing about that too, because I remember when I was at Mountain View, I told Jamal, I was like, I applied at Prairie View. Yes. And the, the funny the another funny thing, funny part about that, Jamal was like, it's so on brand with you. It really is. It it, it fits perfect. Well, I ain't even trying to be funny or like anything like that, being the fun white boy. Just bro, I just fit in so well wherever I go. Prairie View, I would have lost my shit at Prairie View. I'd have had you so have, much. You would have. We saw, we saw an example of this when we went to UNT party. Bro. That, only white boy at the party. That's what people just don't understand. We love white people at parties. When you when you chill and enjoy yourself and you're not a Karen, you're great. Yeah. Love this, you at party. this man had the J's on, the jogger pants on. <laughs> In the headband. Hey, had the head, had the bandana. Hey, he looked like he looked Boy. like uh, twenty thirteen. He looked like uh twenty eighteen Jimmy Butler minus the hair. You know what? Oh, we God. need to make that the album uh, cover. Facts. We can do. We can do that one day. We can See? do that one day. Bo, I'm married now, but I can say it, Bo. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, bro, they like they like me in that party. I'm just gonna say it. We had a good time. We had so, a good time. To get back on the track of things, <laughs> look. Oh, that great goose, baby. Look, I'm here to say I am very proud of the young man for making this decision to go to a HBCU. But I do have to say I'm not impressed by big-time recruits going to HBCUs. I'm, I'm more impressed, impressed if they stay. I'm impressed if they stay. Because as we all know, Top recruits have oh my Jesus, that is my kitchen. <laughs> oh. Yo. Okay. Back to my train of thought. Yo. Top recruits have top recruit friends. And it's hard to be at a smaller program with less perks 
when you have your friends at Texas, at Bama, at Florida, Florida State, and you see what their facilities are like, and you see what they get after the games, and you see what they get to come home to every game, and you're like, yeah, I don't get, I don't get an eighth of that. I mean, it goes back to um, Master P son this past week. Yep, for leaving Tennessee State because he said the training staff wasn't up to snuff. And then you saw all the people are like in the comments saying, "Why does his dad just make uh, contribute money?" Well, there's certain stuff that the NCA won't let parents do. And that's one of the stuff that NCA won't let them do, especially while your while your child is still an active player. Exactly. Now, if this was after he graduates, oh, Master P can donate as much as they want and they'll take it. The only people who are really complaining about that are non-athletes or who never, you know, who don't know anything about the NCAA. Yeah. And what they also don't know, what a lot of people in general don't know about donations are. Just because you donate it doesn't mean it's going to go to where you want it to go. Mm -hmm. And then, like, on top of that, there's so many policies and restrictions that go into it that, yeah, you, they can put money towards great, uh, you know, a great athletic training and all that. But, like, a lot of times, too, they're going to try to keep that cost level down as, poss as low as possible. Mm -hmm. And you, you never know. The, pre the president of the school gets to decide where that funding goes. So, yes, you might say, I want this funding to go towards athletic programs. But more often than not, unless it is a famous alumni's dying wish, they're going to put that money where they see fit. And they may not feel like donating to the, pro to the football program is where that money is going to be best served. So, again... It's a great move at Jackson State. It's a huge move. And I want to see how it turns out because De it turns out Deion Sanders is a pretty damn good college coach. They won the sweat. They went, I believe, 10 and 2, 11 and 1, something like that. So hopefully he stays and hopefully this means more love for HBCU like Jackson State. See, I'll say this. Uh, I'm glad Deion's a coach over at a HBCU um, for the reason, for one, we all know that. We all know Dion's brand. Of course. Um, granted, yeah, his name was circulated around TCU, SMU, OU, and all that. But I mean, he knows he know he knows he has a purpose for reason why he's at where he's at right now. And that I gotta salute to him and respect uh, show a lot of respect for that because it it is hard to, you know, be a Hall of Fame player, uh with a Hall of Fame career and all that, to going down to being a HBCU coach. And I'm not saying it's a downgrade or anything. No, what I'm saying is, like, that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself, especially the way he talks, you of know. Course. But, I mean, you know, you got to respect it, though, because he's the one that says, you know what, don't be surprised. We're going to be the school that's going to end up having all uh, five-star kids coming. And this is just the beginning of it. And he knows at Jackson State – at Jackson State, he has the Coach K treatment. He can do whatever he wants for the betterment of the program, and there's not a single soul from administration, boosters, nobody who can tell him nothing. Yep. At, at SMU, at TCU, that will never, ever, ever be the case. There's yep. too, much, too much money flowing in from too many different sources to where you don't get that say-so. Maybe once you're Gary Patterson level, you can get that say-so, but Gary Patterson built that program. Dion would not be building that program. So it is a whole 
completely different story when it comes to schools like that. And there's different, like, like you said, like there's different stories to it. Um, Cause you know, TCU, LSM, you know, the top schools, they're already built and solidified. Of course. People don't realize how young sports are, is at sports are at HBCU. A, a lot of, especially with them competing on the national level, how young. Yeah. And then like on top of that too, like, it's, it's it's a known fact. HBCUs are known for band, mm-hmm. so you know you're competing with different, like those like big schools like uh, SMU and all that. They're competing with schools on the field. You know that's their priority. That's where that's their money maker. HBCUs, on the other hand, their money maker is more academic based. There, there's a lot of different things up, that go into it to where they can't solely focus on football. Yeah, which I mean, you know, I, that's what, like I said, I do like the fact that uh, Dion's there because it's changing tide now. Like when we talked about um, earlier in the show about Steph Curry, Dion's one of the most influential football players of all time. Oh, yeah. E- easily top five, if not top. So he's doing his thing. He's doing a great job. Salute to Dion Sanders. We all know I'm not his biggest fan, but I'm in it for the kids and I want him to succeed just as much as he does. So Speaking I'm going to. I remember I helped Deion Sanders one time at DKNY. Yeah, you did. We we're also working with another certain woman that we don't date. Oh, no, we ain't, gonna, we ain't going hey, down yo. that route. We're yo, not going down that route. Did Joe Biden show up? What's up? I'm just my ear. Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> y'all, the boy be killing me. Bing bong. You come to an end of another episode. How's it feel? Dang, that was fast. It was Talk about as when you being Yeah, it was about as fast as the... Uh, BW's uh no party store bowl. Ah, I knew that was coming. And I was a quick. Yeah. <laughs> I just did it. So, Talk about a quick game. It was a quick game. <laughs> the players. <laughs> did you did you see that they cleaned up the field really fast? They really got a loadout. It was definitely so, so Eric, final thought? I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> I really got nothing to say. Jesse, final thoughts. Mm, bro, this is hands down top five podcast, bro. This was hilarious. Bro. <laughs> you know what's best though? You wanna know what's really good? You want final statement? Okay. Everything going on in the world. With COVID, if you're feeling alone, you're feeling cold, you know what you need to do, Jamal? What? You need to check out d1university.com, get you a nice podcast hoodie. This makes you feel like you're with the family, you're nice and cozy once you have one of these hoodies on. If you put the hoodie on, you'll always feel like family's there. Let's go check out and buy us a hoodie. You'll always feel like family, because you you are part of the ignorant fam. Well, thank y'all again for listening to the one and only D1 Ignite University episode. We look forward to coming to you semi-live from multiple undisclosed locations whenever the hell we feel like it at this point. So, like I love to say at the end of every episode, keep learning, keep living, keep loving, get yourself some of those hoodies and that merch and enter the contest. We pay in bills. And we out. The university.